I don't know how the Pac-12 survives. I don't know about you, but I, I just can't figure out a way that the Pac-12 conference gets through this thing without being just a glorified version of the Mountain West. Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. It is great to be here with you covering the Big 12 Conference. It's a great time to be a Big 12 fan, by the way. If you are a fan of this league, if you have covered this league, if you've been through the roller coaster ride that has been 15 years, I mean, really going back 25, 30 years of Big 12 football, you've got to feel like you never thought you could feel, could feel before, right? I mean, think about this. This league has been the one that was always supposed to go away. That if there was ever a Power 5 conference that was going to collapse, it was going to be the Big 12. I mean, that was case closed. Everybody thought it was going to happen. If the day ever came where one of the Power 5s went away, it was going to be the Big 12. And here we are, essentially awaiting the demise and the collapse of the Pac-12 conference. And I believe we're sitting here at a point where basically everyone's afraid. Now, nobody should be afraid. Arizona should have jumped yesterday. Arizona's got to grow some stones and make a move. I'd love it to be Oregon and Washington and Arizona, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Arizona has got to stop worrying about public perception at this point and realize you either jump off the Titanic or you're going down with it. And let's be honest, Oregon and Washington have options. They can end up in the Big Ten. It's highly unlikely the Big Ten has any interest in Arizona. The only place for Arizona to go is the Big 12 that makes any sense. So just go already. Colorado ripped the Band-Aid off. No one's going to blame you. If they blame you, it's ridiculous. By the way, they should blame the Big 10 for starting this whole process again last year and then also blame USC and UCLA. That's who. If the story of history tells the story properly, the Pac-12, if it does cease to exist, it will not be the fault of... Arizona, if they jump, it will not be the fault of Colorado. It will be the fault of the Big Ten, and it will be the fault of USC and UCLA. If the story is told properly, which is very rare in media these days, but if it is, that's how this should all go down. So here's where we're at. Uh, the Big Tw- Pac-12 excuse me, held meetings earlier in the week, and shocker, no deal was reached. But don't worry, they're meeting again. That should go well. So we don't have a lot of the details around the meeting, but uh, and nobody's necessarily bolted at this point in time. However, the Pac-12 was apparently presented with a TV deal. And the TV deal was from Apple. It was a subscription-based Apple streaming deal. And that's not a good situation for the Pac-12 for a multitude of reasons. Not a lot of linear TV coverage. That's something that naturally schools should not want. We're not at the point where streaming services, I believe, can get a sport the most exposure. If you want to have streaming as part of a package with your TV product, like Major League Baseball does the Friday night Apple TV game, right? The NFL, although the NFL could go anywhere, you know, the NFL could go back to black and white and it would get... 20 million people for a Sunday night game, but that's its own element. 
you can have streaming as part of what you do. You cannot have streaming, especially as the Pac-12, where the fan bases are simply not as rabid as they are in other conferences. You don't want to go streaming only because then the only people that are going to watch your games are the diehards. And let's be honest, there's not enough diehards in the, in the Pac-12. I mean, have you seen a Stanford game lately? Stanford wasn't selling out with Andrew Luck, a generational talented quarterback. Marshawn Lynch, former Cal running back, remember he had that viral moment on the sidelines last year when he was at a game and he was being interviewed and he said, where the bleep are all the fans? I, like, not a good look by any stretch of the imagination. So anyway, uh, here's what we know. Klievkov has this deal from Apple TV and it's streaming only. And, uh, you know, the question is, how much money is it for? And depending on who you ask, but it looks like it's in the $20 million a year-ish range from the reports that we've seen out there. And, you know, I mean, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's nothing special. And it's certainly not close to where the Big 12 is at, which is at about $32 million. $32 million. And, by the way, what Apple TV put in the deal is there's essentially escalator clauses to increase the payout per team. So some numbers were crunched here. I just want to share this with you. Some numbers were crunched here, and uh, you would have to get, <laughs> this is crazy, 32 million subscribers to get Big 12 numbers. I will put this up on the Heartland College Sports uh, Twitter page. Just search Heartland underscore CS, and you'll see it there on the Twitter page. The Pac-12 would need 32 million subscribers to get Big 12 revenue. That's a bit less than 10% of America. That's about as many people as currently subscribe to Apple TV. Good luck. That ain't happening. No way is that happening. I'm sorry, the Pac-12 network is not driving 2 million subscriptions. No way in hell is that happening. So that's where if you're Arizona, you got to look at this and say, we're out. We got to go. We got to preserve ourselves. Now, what could be holding Arizona back? At this point, the only thing I can see holding Arizona back is the internal state politics with Arizona State. But if I'm Arizona, I'm like, you know what? Take a hike. Arizona State has been so slow with all this. They have dragged their feet. You wonder why the athletic program, which should be in much better shape than it's in, continues to be just irrelevant when it comes to football. And I like Bobby Hurley in basketball, but they can't get over the hump in basketball either. Uh you wonder why, and then you say, well, look at how they've handled this. Arizona State has been so slow and so naive in everything. Any public statements, anything else, it's like, what planet is Arizona State living on? Like, Arizona State is a couple of moves away from being New Mexico State, for crying out loud. And they have played this thing horribly, and now I think they're realizing what's about to happen, and my guess is... There's some of this behind closed doors. They're now saying to Arizona, well, don't leave without us. Wait for us. Wait, wait. What about us, guys? Well, where you been for the last six months? That's what I would say to Arizona State. 
while you guys were out there, you know, literally just saying, yeah, we're in the Pac-12. Pac-12's great. We trust George Klievkov. Why would you do that, by the way? A guy's been nothing but a meathead for your conference and has done nothing to move the needle of any kind of substance. He slow-rolled everything. Um, you should have added San Diego State 10 months ago, for crying out loud. I mean, you haven't done anything of note. And now you got no TV deal, no agreement on anything, and frankly, it looks like everyone's looking for the exits. And how could you not be looking for the exits right now? So there's a lot of moving parts in this deal, and I'm looking at it from the outside, from a Big 12 perspective, and I'm just sitting back and saying, you know what? It's a good place to be right now. A position of strength. Big 12 fans, let's be honest, we're not used to that. We're used to being the ones who are like, is our conference going to exist? Now we're the ones sitting pretty, adding teams. We brought four teams into the conference Last month, we got an old foe coming back here next July in Colorado, which is going to be so great for this league on so many levels. And now we're just looking for one more, maybe three more, but at least one more. And it's just like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I mean, that's what we're all waiting on, and I can't wait to see what ends up happening. Obviously, the odds are on. Colorado at this point in time, excuse me, on Arizona at this point in time. And uh, we just have to wait and see who exactly it's going to be and when it ends up happening. But Arizona in the uh, Big 12, man, oh, man, you want to talk about a hell of a basketball conference and a football conference that could end up being pretty good. By the way, if Arizona ends up achieving what it should achieve, that can be a pretty darn good conference for a multitude of reasons. All right, there you go. There you go. Uh, Just want to dive into some of what's happening here. Is there breaking news? Do we have some breaking news? Hold on. Bear with me here. The Arizona Board of Regents has scheduled a meeting for Thursday evening at 6 o'clock Pacific time. That is just breaking here in the last few minutes. Is there anything else that I'm seeing? I'm seeing some of you guys in the middle of the show saying that there is breaking news. Give me something good here. Okay. All right. It looks like it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It looks like it's going to happen. So we're just waiting on this. As soon as we get something more, uh, we'll get it to you here on the show and see how this all plays out. On the uh, YouTube live channel, do you still hate TCU? I never hated TCU, John. What are you talking about? Nice. Knock it off. Everyone thinks I hate their team. No one thinks I love their team. Knock it off. I'm a Big 12 guy through and through. If I didn't pick TCU to win 12 games, 11 games, or 12 games, I, no, I didn't think TCU was going to go 12-0 last year. You're right. If that means I hate TCU, then fine. Guilty as charged. I hate TCU. But let's get serious here. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Um, I also want to dive into this. The Big Ten is having exploratory discussions on expansion. This report also came down during the week. Yahoo's Dan Wetzel had that. And uh, the Big Ten is exploring, expanding to 18 or even 20 teams. Among the schools being considered, Oregon and Washington, Cal and Stanford also being possibilities if they want to go to 20 
uh, to get a nice round number. I know the Big Ten's all about the academics and being highbrow and the whole thing. And you know what? Uh, have fun with that. Have fun with that. Have fun with Cal and Stanford if you're the Big Ten. I mean, it kind of fits in, I guess. You've already got, what, Rutgers, right? So please, by all means, take Cal and Stanford. Uh, be our guest. I understand Oregon and Washington, although I still believe that the Big 12 should make a serious play for Oregon and Washington. And it would behoove the TV networks, and let's be honest, they pull a lot of the strings here, it would behoove the TV networks to go out there and push Oregon and Washington to the Big 10. Why? Because if they do that, they save money. If they get them in the Big 12 for a period of time and not the Big 10, the TV networks will save themselves tens of millions of dollars. So why not push Oregon and Washington to the Big 12? Make it happen. And then in five years during conference realignment, if Oregon and Washington leave, as a Big 12 fan, I mean, I'll be boned about it, but it's good for the Big 12 right now. And right now, all that matters in a zero-sum game is getting as many quality pieces and teams as you can under your umbrella into your conference. That's it. That's all that matters. So I, that's where you got to look at this if you're the Big 12, if you're any conference, and say, you know what? It's time to get the ball rolling here. It's time to look at this and say, you know what? We've got to make a move because if we don't, we're going to be left out in the dust. Now, on the ACC front, this is also of note. Florida State trustee Drew Weatherford told Brett McMurphy, it's not a matter of if we leave the ACC, but how and when we leave the ACC. That's from Florida State trustee Drew Weatherford. So the ACC has itself some issues right now. And we've known that for a period of time. But, man, the ACC has trouble, the Pac-12 is on the verge of collapse, and the Big 12 is just sitting there sipping a beer saying, look at us, we're good, life is great. We're all happy camper, happy campers here. So they're good. If you were to rank right now stability in the Power 5 conferences, you'd go SEC, Big 10, Big 12, and then a big drop-off. And if you told me the week after Texas and OU bailed, which was two years ago, last week, that the reports came out. If you were to tell me that, hey, Pete, in two years, the Big 12 is going to be the third most stable conference in America, I, I would have laughed at you. I would have not believed you for a second. Everybody was leaving. The Pac-12 was going to go to the Pac-20. Uh, you know, you had KU trying to get into the Big 10. I mean, the whole thing was falling apart. And here we are, two years later, almost to the day, and we can say with confidence that when it comes to stability in college sports, the Big 12 is a solid third behind the Big 10 and the SEC, and miles ahead of the ACC, and miles ahead, certainly, of the Pac-12, which is on the verge of collapse. Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. It is great to be here with you as we talk about all the latest around conference realignment. I, I do also um, just want to spend a few minutes here with you on this and get your thoughts on this as well on the show. Hunter Deckers, the Iowa State quarterback, 
Hunter Deckers is accused of placing bets on Iowa State sports. Now, we don't have all the information right now, but he's accused of placing 26 different wagers down on Iowa State-related sporting events, including a football game that Deckers did not play in as a sophomore against Oklahoma State a couple of years back. He's accused of uh, using a DraftKings account where he placed 366 bets worth almost $3,000. Of course, he was the starting quarterback for Iowa State last year, high expectations, high recruit, and now it's all in jeopardy. You've got the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation looking at this. Of course, he's under 21, so that's a problem. Um, and, and when the bets were placed. So all of this is is not good. He's 22 now, but you know when some of the allegations came down, he was not. And you got to be 21 in Iowa to play sports bets. So it's one of those things where you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, I understand why this is happening. I do. But I'm not going to go down the road of trashing Hunter Decker's poor judgment. Sure. Yes. Dumb? Absolutely. Is this the most egregious thing? That a guy placed 300 and some odd bets worth three grand? What's that? Less than 10 bucks a bet? Guys placing $8, $9 bets on whatever. Now, he shouldn't be betting in games, especially games that he's playing in or could play in. I mean, that obviously, for a multitude of reasons, it's very poor judgment. But I'm not going to sit here and you know act like a shoeless Joe Jackson for crying out loud. I'm not going to do that to the poor guy. I, you know, this is certainly a, a legal issue, but the NCAA, from the NCAA perspective, get out of the way. The NCAA is so useless. It's such a feckless organization. They have absolutely no business sticking their nose anywhere at this point because they're a neutered operation. All they're good for now is the NCAA tournament. I don't want to hear the holier than now nonsense from the NCAA about any of this. I don't want to hear it. I don't buy it for a second, and I'm not going to listen to the blowhards at the NCAA. There's no way I'm going to listen to the blowhards at the NCAA preach to any of us about what is right, what is morally correct. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not. So uh, this Hunter Deckers thing is going to play out, and I'm not defending the decisions that he made. But I'm also not going to overreact, which you've seen so much of in media. I mean, this is a problem that teams around the country are going to have to deal with as sports betting becomes more mainstream and more legalized. And I also don't want to hear from, you know, some of the people around the teams or some of the people who cover the teams who the only reason they're still in business is because of the advertising that's coming in from places like DraftKings. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Let's be very clear about that. So as we uh, put a bow on this show, as we put a bow on this show, uh, we do know that the Arizona Board of Regents, let me pull this up for you again, just so we've got this news as the show breaks here. Arizona Board of Regents, this coming down here this evening, has announced a meeting for Thursday night. The board will convene an executive session on the following items. Uh, pursuant for a review of assignments for Arizona State University President Michael Crow and the University of Arizona President Robert Robbins, 
for possible legal advice and discussing discussions regarding university athletics. So that's Arizona and Arizona State, by the way. So that's both of those schools. All right, here we go. This is going to be fun. We'll see how it all plays out. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. Subscribe to the channel. As always, we've got the Heartland College Sports koozies. I've got the old logos on them, but I still got uh, probably about, I'd say about 50 to give away of the old ones, and then we'll get ones with the new logos as well. But you can get a free Heartland College Sports koozie by leaving a rating and a review and sending me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, question here uh, on YouTube Live. Pete, what's your alma mater? My alma mater is Villanova in Philadelphia. So that way you know I have no bias when it comes to the Big 12. I've worked in Oklahoma. I now am in Kansas City, have been for five years. I love this conference. I watch more Big 12 than anything else that I watch. And I'm a Big 12 guy through and through. But my alma mater is uh, Villanova just outside of Philadelphia. So very proud Villanova alum. But there is nothing anyone can say regarding any bias that I have in and around the Big 12. Just so we're all clear, for those of you that are new to the show, you know, we've been doing this now for almost 10 years. Can't believe it. Launched the website in 2014. Had no idea what I was doing. And here we are almost 10 years later, rocking and rolling, millions of you uh, consuming our content on the website, video, podcast. Can't believe what you guys have helped us do. So thank you. And by the way, leaving a five-star rating and a review is a great way to help us continue to build it. We don't ask you for anything outside of just your support. And you know what? Hitting that five-star and hitting that subscribe button. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a, a great rest of your day. Keep your head on a swivel. News will be breaking, and we'll be covering it at Heartland College Sports. Have a great rest of the day. Take care.